0: Unlocking Your World of Creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. Mark introduces you to some of the world's leading creative talents from publishing, film, music, restaurants, medical research, and more. You'll discover how to tap into your most original thinking, how to organize your ideas, and most of all, how to make the connections and create the opportunities to launch your creative work. Unlocking Your World of Creativity
1: welcome back friends to our podcast unlocking your world of creativity and today that world word in our title is going to be underscored we're going all the way over to ho chi ming city vietnam you may know it as saigon and we're going to be talking with boris meshkov who's been around the world and he expresses a world of creativity in his own work and his own travels boris welcome to the program
2: hello it's my pleasure to be in here
1: boris was born in russia He's now living in Saigon, and in between, he's traveled to, gosh, is it 20 countries? He's lived and worked everywhere that uh, we can think of. (laughs) So, Boris, you've got a lot of uh, creative experience to share with us.
2: Yes, uh, indeed.
1: And you're currently working on a series of short films called Saigon 3000. So we definitely want to hear more about that. But why don't we just start with your story? How did you become the world traveler that you are?
2: <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that's a good question for, for a start. So uh, first trip was actually to states. It was an exchange program for students back in 2014. I was lucky to get a job offer in Idaho, Sun Valley for three months as a banker. You, that's how I visit Boise. <laughs> yes, Which is absolutely crazy. in between the shifts you know i've managed to go there beautiful city i I really enjoyed it so i spent a year in states after idaho i moved to los angeles hollywood and i was chasing my film dream i wanted to make movies but los angeles is not that (laughs) easy for the newcomers as you might know so yes after states i just came back to russia and after that I I was ready for the world. I was ready for discovery. Mm -hmm. I was ready for the big search of my life. So me and my girlfriend, we were like on the same page with the traveling and like discovering the world. So we finished our uh, universities, got our diplomas, packed our backpacks and thumbs up on the road. (laughs) Literally
1: thumbs up. I want to hear the story of hitchhiking uh, to (laughs) Hong Kong.
2: Oh my God. So first it was like uh, six months of traveling in Europe. So that was 20 country. The fat piece of traveling was in there. It sounds crazy, but it was amazing. Of course, I'm really happy to have this chapter in my life, mm-hmm. this European hitchhiking. And uh, yes, after six months of traveling around Europe, those 20 countries and stuff, I still haven't found it. So in Europe, uh, there was no place that I felt like staying at, if you know I'm, what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. So after Europe, we tried uh, another shot for the East to go to China. We've heard some good good undiscovered uh, things about that area. So yes, our destination was Hong Kong, but when we came to China, we really liked it. We really enjoyed it and uh, we decided to stay. Firstly, because it's like the first step into Asia for me. This is the first time I I met the Asian culture, not on TV. Uh, where they talk only about, like, Vietnamese war or noodles or mm-hmm. anime, you know. <laughs> it was quite a surprise for me to discover that Asia is much more than the stereotypes that they're having. And uh, on the other hand, uh, China was, um, back in 2016, China was offering a really good job for the foreigners to be as a teacher. Uh, so the weird thing that you don't even have to speak English very well, <laughs> but you have to be a wi- white guy. To get a job, but the salary was insane, uh, insane in a good way, and uh, that was after a year of wild uh, style traveling, uh, sleeping in a tent and cooking food uh, on the fire, that was definitely uh, an interesting call for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, I decided to stay in China for three years, and then uh, I moved to Vietnam, and I'm here for two years now.
1: Well, in Saigon, you talk about a vibrant city. I think about uh, your comparison to Hollywood and L.A. and a city the size of Saigon and trying to break into the business and make connections. How (laughs) how is that working for you?
2: Actually, it works so much easier here in Vietnam. Uh, I do really like it. I do really prefer Saigon to Hollywood. I lived in both cities. So... It's less, uh, definitely less pressuring here in terms of competition, in terms of bureaucracy and uh, the overall stuff, you know. I know traffic is crazy, like having a car is crazy in Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. here you don't have to have a car. You, you, you need to have a bike yes. and uh, it's it's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, first time in my life, I don't have to wait on the bus stop or go to remember all the, the subway stations, you know, just hop on the bike and uh, you're ready to go. So I'd compare to uh, Hollywood is definitely like the top level, top notch uh, in terms of filmmaking. You can reach uh, really like the film sky, if you're saying it like this. But in Saigon, it's much more humble. But uh, the opportunities and the way that I personally place myself in here is much, much better than in L.A., you know?
1: hmm Well, I I did travel to Saigon uh, almost two years ago. And it's interesting, you're you're comparing the cities. I can only imagine LA with all the motorbikes and uh, mopeds and bicycles. Uh, it would be a different place, that's for sure. Oh my God. I, I barely learned to walk across the street in Saigon. So I, that was the, my first challenge.
2: Oh, they don't you, do it here. You think it sounds silly,
1: but uh, crossing the street is an adventure in and of itself. But anyway, well, back to your creative pursuits. I, I love that you've had this, burning desire, you know, this mm. gut desire for film and creativity pretty much your whole life as an adult, for sure. What is it now that you're producing and creating and, and how fulfilling is it to finally be putting some work on tape?
2: So currently I'm working on some corporate pro- uh, projects. It's um, uh, This is the time in Vietnam to shoot the commercials for uh, the Lunar New Year, you know, for that holiday mm-hmm. that happens in Early February, uh, late January. So now production companies are getting pretty busy for preparing those New Year commercials. So for now, I'm st- stepping uh, aside for like commercials aside. Uh, but uh, I always uh, prioritize my film, of course, not only in Vietnam, but uh, this is my statement in, in life to, to make a movie. Uh, and I find Vietnam is pretty. Uh, suitable spot for that, like at least right now.
1: Mm -hmm. And what makes it suitable? Why is it a good environment for making a movie for you?
2: Well, Vietnam showed uh, itself pretty well in terms of uh, economics and like growth of quality of life and level of life. Uh, So Vietnam is much, so much better than it was like 10 years or 15 years before. There's much more Film studios, there's much more uh, production companies. There's much more support from Korea. And uh, there's a lot of opportunity, to be honest, specifically here in Saigon, not in, not in Hanoi. So there are studios that are actually making high quality product. You know, uh, and I'm talking about videos, whatever it's commercials or music videos or even short films. The quality is great. Uh, They have professionals. They have people who studied abroad and came back from States, for example, or Singapore and Hong Kong from film schools. And they come back and they share their skills here. And they produce some really cool, interesting stuff. Uh, The only thing that is lacking is the lack of idea. And it it still feels a little bit fresh for Vietnamese, you know. They've made some really good movies. I'm talking about uh, films. They've made some really good movies, but it's, there's, there's still some space to grow for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm here to help. I'm here to take part in this game. It's so exciting to uh, learn and, c- and create alongside with the whole nation, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah, it is a hot uh, market, isn't it?
2: Yeah, uh, it is, but that's what makes it so exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: <laughs> and, and as a foreigner, uh, how are you making the connections and getting the introductions to some of these studios?
2: Oh, actually, it was so easy. Uh, last year, uh, when I came to Vietnam, I had no practical experience of how being a director or pitching the movie. I just had this uh, idea uh, about the film. I wrote it down. I made a script. Uh, <laughs> I learned how to make it. And uh, I just start meeting people. I just start sharing my idea. And it was such an unstoppable force that uh, it went out of control, I think. Uh, so I did all my documents showing this, um, uh, some of the treatments and premises of Saigon 3000, uh, some of my ideas of sci-fi films uh, with heavy cyberpunk and neon influence. And uh, I was just so excited about the opportunity to make the movie. So I started sharing with the people. I started meeting with the VFX artists, with producers, with anybody who can be involved in this i was surprised that feedback was actually positive people liked the idea uh, it turned out that it is like a little bit too hard to to make for a newbie uh, like newcomer like me but it was so much fun uh, sharing those ideas with people and accepting it from others so i found it pretty easy in in here to make it
1: well that's great well why don't you use this opportunity to give us a little pitch uh, describe the movie project to us.
2: Okay, well with great pleasure. I- I've done it already hundreds of times. I'm sure you have. That's
1: why I wasn't afraid <laughs> <Yeah>. to ask.
2: <laughs> that, that's my pitch drill. <laughs> and,
1: I, and I'm not even asking for PowerPoint slides.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Saigon 3000 is a sci fi series, it's a trilogy of three short movies based in Saigon, Vietnam. It's uh, talking about the a futuristic location, also here in Vietnam. There are three stories that we are having different characters, different uh, situations, but same location and uh, same time. So it all happens in Saigon 3000. The first movie is called Mu. It's uh, a movie about the monk who travels to cyberspace and he transforms himself into the virtual creature for the first time. So this is a really in-depth movie trying to answer the questions about cyberspace and like what it is for us now. Just imagine that the internet is the visual version of our dreams. I was taking it from a perspective of religion, from Buddhism, and I put it in the movie about the monk. The second one is much more fun. It's called The Runner. It's it's like heavy influenced uh, 90s action VHS film, little, like really heavy, punchy, beefy cyberpunk stuff about the midnight ninja who is uh, seeking for revenge seeking for blood from uh, the evil corporal who betrayed him. This is not that uh, um, a drama movie. That's not much uh, in-depth idea, but it's uh, really uh, uh, the emphasis on atmosphere, you know? The neon, the 90s, the VHS tapes, and stuff like that. And the third movie is called The Glitch. It's about uh, the girl who, who has an implant in her hand, and suddenly the, the implant fre- freezes in the, in the air and she, she cannot move. So, yeah, this movie questions about uh, implanting sa- some technology into our body. These are the three films that I was trying to, to pitch, I was trying to make. And still on the go, <laughs> still mm-hmm. there are chances to make it happen. And yes, this is Saigon 3000.
1: Fantastic. And always pitching. I've had other guests, filmmakers, (laughs) TV show producers who say they're always pitching. That sounds like your world. Don't stop the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And I'm sure, you know, from a production standpoint, the creative description is very strong. What do you see as the potential market? Who are the people who are going to enjoy a film series like this?
2: Well, I was aiming at Netflix because I find it the new age, the new word in film now because it's much more available for all kinds of people. But personally, uh, I would like to make it rated uh, R because mm-hmm. I want to use uh, some elements of gore, nudity, or swear words, just elements to, to use it as a tool of storytelling, you know? And I find myself comfortable in, in this rating, R plus. <laughs> I hope <laughs> I can make it happen and the producers won't be mad at me.
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, what have been some of the uh, responses you're getting from the pitches?
2: Oh, it was like 95%. It was so positive and it was so supportive. I think just because of this response from the people, I, uh, this project kept on going and uh, it grew pretty, pretty big. Yeah. Um, we've gathered uh, a lot of information. We've had meetings with the script writers and uh, uh, VFX artists. Uh, the crew was at max of 10 people. And we used to have like a weekly meeting. It was so much fun discussing the script. Where does the main character go? Or How does he act in the end? What's happening in the beginning? And uh, that was great. That was great to have the feedback from the people. And of course, that was the gasoline for mm-hmm. this engine <laughs> to run, you know?
1: Yes. Well, and even though this has been a personal passion of yours, does this tell you something about the teamwork and the collaboration that it's going to take to actually get the movie off the ground?
2: Oh, yes, uh, I think it's impossible to make a real good movie alone. Like we have some examples of uh, solo made films, but what I'm searching for is for quality and quality is always requires the teamwork, especially in film. Film is the most complicated form of art. It's really difficult and it's still number one in, in, in the difficulty, so when you're alone, you, you, just, you just can't make anything good. It can, it can take years. It can take a, uh, as much time as you need to make a movie, but you cannot do it alone. So for sure, you need to have people that you can rely, that you can trust in terms of taste and the workflow. And uh, only sharing love on the set, in pre production and post-production, you can make something really great.
1: Mm-hmm. So a lot of personal connections.
2: Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's all who you know. (laughs) It was a a really good phrase from uh, DOP, the camera operator from Hong Kong. He was an Australian guy, and uh, I was just a beginner in videography, and it was my first day on set, and I'm just asking, how do you make it in the film industry? And the guy says, it's all who you know, and that's it. So, uh, like, five years after that, I still agree. It's, It's all who you know. It's all about the network.
1: Yep, I love it. Well, Boris, Mm. I feel the energy. I feel the passion. I love seeing your smile on the video here. (laughs) But uh, I I guess I want to go back to some of those international travels and, and what led you here. It wasn't always a fun adventure. You had some challenges along the way.
2: Actually, I cannot remember. I tried to remember some bad moments of my trip, but I can't remember. There are fine fun moments. There are ridiculous moments. But the overall experience was mostly positive. I can say that maybe we, we've met a couple of like not nice people, but they were just not nice. They were, weren't like aggressive or dangerous or stuff like that. Most of the people that we've met were extremely helpful, extremely friendly, extremely uh, hospital, and uh, I cannot remember any, any actually bad experience
1: in, well, in the travel, yeah. Uh, that's so good. And I think if you speak to people uh, who might be listening, have considered that kind of international adventure and travel. (laughs) What advice do you have for us to say, you know, get out of our own world and and see other parts of the world and meet other people? What's been your experience (laughs) that you could share?
2: I can say that when I started the travel, I was looking forward to discover the world. But when I finished traveling, I realized that actually I discovered myself. So. It's not, not the adventure of searching. It's uh, the searching of, and revealing yourself, basically. And if anybody's listening right now and having a call to, to, to go hitchhiking, just a piece of advice, have a partner. Don't travel alone. I think this is like technical advice. I was traveling with my girlfriend and it was a really fine combination. Maybe that's why we have avoided all the unpleasant situations because it was like a perfect... Uh, so well, basically um, a young man and a young move, woman. Yes, and uh, it felt great. It was uh, the world. It was summer. It was love. It was just, just amazing. Yes, it's a mix of uh, risky adventure and a mix of
1: kind of uh,
2: curiosity. So anybody who wants to do it, just go for it, guys.
1: Ah, fantastic. Well, Boris, I want to make sure that people know how to connect with you and learn more about your work and make sure they follow your projects. How can we find you?
2: Uh, the best way is to contact me through Facebook, this is my station, information station, <laughs> you, you can find a- everything else through the Facebook, my YouTube, my Instagram, uh, all my works are posted on Facebook, so please uh, just just type it uh, correctly, <laughs> if, you, if you can, because my Russian second name, yeah, uh, Boris Meshkov
1: on Facebook. Uh, that's terrific. Well, we'll be sure to find you. Well, Boris, <laughs> thanks for sharing your your adventures, your creativity. I love your theme of curiosity and <laughs> uh, and sort of fearlessness. I mean, there's a there's a going for it kind of attitude that you've expressed. It's like, hey, I'm going to show up in Saigon. I'm going to meet the people. I'm going to keep pitching, and we're going to ke- get this film made.
2: Uh, actually, I was having a fear of not doing this. I was, I was having a fear of staying at home and doing nothing. It, that was the fear. And when I was released, it, it wasn't scary at all. It was like a revelation, you know? So uh, yes, I feel so, so much better after making those decisions of uh, traveling somewhere in another country and then coming back home and traveling again and coming back home again. And traveling again. And yes, finally, I feel like I found it here in Saigon, Vietnam.
1: Terrific. Well, thanks for being (laughs) on the show, Boris. So my guest has been Boris Meshkov, producer, director, uh, music videos, film, commercials. And he's working on a film series, uh, short films called Saigon 3000. And we're going to be sure to connect with you on Facebook, Boris, and uh, follow your work.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, it's great to have you. And listeners, come back again for our next episode. We're going to continue our around the world journeys, virtual right now, but around the world indeed, to talk to creative practitioners globally about how they get inspired and how they organize their ideas. And most of all, how they gain the confidence and the connections to launch their work out into the world. That's what it's all about. So until next time, I'm Mark Stenson, and we've been Unlocking Your World of Creativity. See you soon
0: unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator Mark Stinson. This program was produced by BSB Media, creators of IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, and The ThePeaceRoom.love. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get the book, A World of Creativity, for a special price of $5.98 for paperback, and the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to mark-stinson.com to take advantage of this special offer. Our podcast is supported by Adobe and the Adobe Creative Cloud, the world's best creative app and services. So you can make almost anything you can imagine wherever you're inspired. We use Adobe to help make this podcast using Audition, Premiere Rush, InDesign, and more. So join the creative community with the Adobe Creative Cloud and let's make something better, unlocking your world of creativity.